Words from the Hills, reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to the Hills Church. So overcome. I'm just going to read real quickly um, a scripture from 1 John 2. And it's quite long, but I'm going to read all the way to verse 15. My little children, these things write I unto you, that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he is the propitiation for our sins. And not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And hereby we do know that we know him, if we keep his commandments. He that said, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoso keepeth his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. He that said he abided in him ought himself also so to walk, even as he walked. Brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment which ye, ha which ye had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which ye have received from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is past and the true light now shines. He that said he is in the light and hated his brother is in darkness even now. He that loveth his brother abided in light and there is none occasion of stumbling in him. But he that hated his brother is in darkness and walketh in darkness and knoweth not whither he goeth because that darkness has blinded his eyes. I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven, I forgiving you for his namesake, I write unto you. Fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning, I write unto you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. I write unto you, little children, because you have known the father. I write unto you, fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God abided in you and you have overcome the wicked one. We have said that in 2022, it is the year where we will overcome and it is the year where we will glow in the midst of darkness. And the word of God in 1 John 2 began to say to us, listen, you cannot glow, you cannot be the light if you walk in hatred for your brothers. You cannot shine the light that God has put inside of you or God has made available to you. Neither can you overcome if you yet walk in hate. You see, one of the things that 2020 did to a lot of people and 2021 is that it brought about pain like they had never experienced before in their lives. And the pain in themselves um, caused some sort of disassociation in order for people to survive. And what that led to was a lot of people who became insensitive, a lot of people who became 
brutal, for lack of a better word, a lot of dog-eat-dog kind of Christianity, you know, a lot of we must make it, you know, it's all for me, and, and I'm just cutting out my corner because I found out that this world is wicked, this life is wicked. But here is a free scripture in First John 2, and he's saying, listen to me, um, there is a world that God has called us to build, and there is a life that God has called us to live. And irrespective of the things that you have gone through, and irrespective of the pains you have experienced, and irrespective of the disappointments that are constantly pressing against you, there is one thing that enables you to remain an overcomer. It is that the light of God yet abides in you. The light of God shines through you. And for this light to shine, there is one thing you need to do. Love your brothers. Stay in love. There are a lot of prophetic things we're going to talk about. There are a lot of um, releasing from God that we're going to speak about. But one thing you must never forget as you cross into 2022 is to stay in love. There is a contention for the heart of this generation. For the heart of this generation. If we lose our heart, it doesn't matter what else we do. It doesn't matter the amount of work we do. It doesn't matter how many people praise you. If you lose your heart, you have lost the center of everything that God has called you to do. If there is one thing you must contend for as you cross over to the new year, contend for the love of God in your heart. Contend for the love of your brothers. And he said, I write to you, old men. I write to you, preachers and pastors and evangelists. I write to you who have known the Lord. Those of you who have stayed in the faith and you have years. You have the vocabulary of Christianity. You speak Christianese fluently. He said, I yet I write to you. He says, I write to you because you have known the Lord. The one that exists from the beginning. If you know him as Alpha, then that means you know he's also Omega. You also know that the one who begins must end. For those of you old men, do not forget this. Because there is a tendency for you to run and get weary. There is a tendency for you to run and forget that this race has got an end. That there is a day of judgment. That there is a day of evaluation. Don't change. That there is a day where the Lord will require of us every single thing he deposited in us. He says, I write to you, old men, because you have known the God that begins. Remember the God that finishes. As, as little children, you have known his forgiveness. So you have known him. So those of you who just gave your life to Christ, who just, you know, know the Lord, you're still drinking by the river banks, you haven't gone ankle knee or waist deep. He said, remember the God who saved you. Remember how you have experienced his forgiveness. How you have experienced his loving kindness. This that you have experienced should compel you to go deeper. This that you have experienced, this love, this kindness should be what thrusts you into the depths of God. Should be what wakes you up in the dead of the night to cry out to God, to seek for more because you know his loving kindness. Because you have experienced his forgiveness. He said, but I write to you young men, there is something about you, there is something about your youth. There is a strength that you carry. There is a capacity you have. There is a grace and audacity that accompanies the youth. The Bible says in the book of Genesis that God will come down and speak to them in the cool of the day. But the original word that was used for cool was spirit. 
And it says God will come down and have conversation with them in the spirit of the day. God will come down and commune with them. God will come down and inspire them. God will come down and break revelation and break bread with them. But in the spirit of the day. Because there is a language for every day. There is a spirit of every generation that enables communion with the Father. He says, young men, the youth, you know it. You are right in the middle of it. You are right in the middle of the pool of God. You are right in the middle of the season of the unveiling of the strength of God. He says, young men, you are overcomers. You are the ones that will glow. You are the ones that will shine the light. It is upon the strength of your youth that Christ will ride and invade this earth. It's not just the physical age. It's also the age in the spirit. Your ability to connect with the spirit of today makes you the young one. But there's something he said to him in verse 15. He said to him, he said, because the word of God abides in you. The strength by which you will prevail, overcome and shine in the season that is coming, it is going to come from the depth of the word that you have. The deep things that you are seeking to achieve, the deep interactions, the systems you want to conquer, the places you want to enter, you will first enter them through the word before you will enter them on the earth for it is deep that births deep so how much of the volume of God's word do you have he says you have overcome because the word of God abides in you the word of God did not touch you the word of God did not pass by you the word of God did not splash on you the word of God abides in you the word of God has its home in you the word of God is comfortable in you. There is something about your heart that makes it possible for his word to settle. There is something about your spirit that constantly makes room for God's word. There is something about your soul that does not fight or agitate against the word of the Lord. Every time the word of God comes into your heart or comes into a room where you are seated, you become like the very one that is able to receive it and accommodate it. And if there is any power in the word, it is able to grow and able to manifest through you. You literally become the conduit and the temple and the abiding place of his word and every time people are looking for the word they look for you he says as long as the word abides the word is at peace in you you will overcome you will overcome there's no question about it as we step into 2022 ask the Lord to teach you how to receive his word I was 18 years old when I bought a new Bible I still remember that Bible slim, small, like the palm of my hand. And I looked at the Bible and I said, God, you know that I love you. You know that I really, really want to know you. You know that I want it to be real. I don't, I don't, I don't just want to go for fellowship. I want you. I say, so God, please, I make a vow. That if every time I open this word, you teach me about yourself, I will always teach people about you. From that day, every time I open the Bible, 
I see God. Every time I open the Bible, the spirit of revelation sits with me and makes him known to me. Can you pray like I prayed tonight? Tell the Lord, God, I want to know you. I want your word to abide in me. Teach me, Father, how to make room for you. Teach me, God, how to create space in my heart. Take away the agitation that makes it impossible for the things that you say to rest. My God, irrespective of the storm around me, make my heart a cool place, oh God. Father, let me be the stream that you come and you drink from. Let there be a table inside of my heart that is consistently set for you. Let my heart be the place, oh God, where you come and dine, where you come and sit, where you come and dwell. Jesus, make my heart, oh God, let it be a home for you. Teach me how to accommodate you. Teach me how to accommodate your fullness. Teach me, oh God, how to receive everything that you have for me. Father, break away, oh God, the weakness of my flesh and the weakness of mortality and cause me, Jehovah, to step into the fullness of your grace that makes it possible for my mortal vessel, oh God, to accommodate your eternal state. Father, make my heart, make my heart. My God, deal with whatever you need to deal with. My God, challenge whatever you need to challenge. But I don't want to come into this new year, oh God, the way that I walked in 2021. Father, make straight a part in my spirit. Make straight away in my heart. Make straight away in my soul. My God, break down the walls of limitation. Break down the walls of limitation. Pull them down in the name of Jesus. Let the blood of Jesus arise from deep within my soul. Let it go to the foundation of my being. Let it go to the foundation of my mind. Let it go to the root of my spirit. agree with God tonight agree with God tonight this is not the end of your road this is but the beginning of a new day put behind you the things that are behind and believe God dare to believe God that a new wave of his spirit can come upon you thank you Jesus thank you Jesus Lord Jesus make my heart your home put your love in my heart oh God I don't just want to be a great minister a known pastor but God I want to truly truly be a part of this family build up your family build up your family Lord make my heart that place 
the word of God abides in you. I had a vision once where I was going to eat in a room and this table was set. It was such a beautiful dining table with all kinds of food on it. And as I walked towards the table to get my food, it was actually in my house. I was hosting people in the vision. As I walked towards the table with my plate excitedly to get food, Jesus walked in through the door and he said to me, he said, Isi, do not eat with them. And I was like, Lord, are you for real? Have you looked at the table? There's actually your father somewhere there, you know. And I was still going towards the table and he said to me, do not eat with them. And I was like, oh man. I dropped my plate and he said, follow me. And I followed him. And as soon as we walked out of the door, and we walked into what should have been my car park. Instead, we walked into another room. But this time, the room kind of looked like what I would see, you know, in the movies in, in those days where he lived. And there was this table that was set. But his table didn't look anything like mine. His table was, you know, less attractive. I didn't see, you know, Amala or stuff like that. I just saw bread, fruits, and, you know, sparsely on the table. And he walked to the other side of the table and he stood and this time he was facing me. And he picked up the bread and he picked up the wine and he said to me, he said, Isi, the confluence of food and prayer is the place of covenant where intimate relationships are birthed. And I started waking up and I remember as I was waking up, I was like, I better say that to myself over and over again. You know, I mean, if Pimo had this vision, it's possible for you to say, ah, oh, Pima, maybe it's just your mind because he speaks big English. He's the one that we use a word like confluence for no reason. You know, not me. <laughs> so, he said, VI, VI, you know, let's meet at the confluence of VI and Ikoi. I'm like, what? Yeah, that's Pimo. Um, but <laughs> I knew it had to be the Lord, not me. So, <laughs> As I woke up, I said it again to myself, the confluence of food and prayer is the place of covenant where intimate relationships are birthed. And I realized that what the Lord was saying to me at that point in time was I needed to, take, to pay closer attention to the word and communion, not just I'm going for prayer meetings, but communion with the word and let my prayer come out of that place. Because in the midst of doing that, there is a kind of covenant with God that you are building and a relationship with the Lord that is so intimate as we cross into the new year. Don't look for the high and mighty things. The high and the mighty things are in his word. Are in his word. It's not about the spookiness in an atmosphere. Sit in his word. That is where intimate relationships are birthed. That is where men have covenants with God. And when the Lord shows up for them, you are wondering, who is he? How can the Lord show up for this person like this? Food and prayer, the word and communion. Study, prayer, stay with these two things. I believe 2022 is going to be a year of great visitations. It's going to be a year where the Lord will visit both his church and the world because... There have been many agreements that people, saints all over the world have made with God. And I believe that 2022 is that year where God is going to begin to check the boxes 
and the things that seem like what have been prophesied for many years before now will begin to see them manifest in the year that is coming I believe that the divine hand of the Lord will be mighty over nations of the earth and the hand of the Lord is going to be touching both people and nations within the church I believe that there's going to be a season in the month of August into September the Lord began to say to me there's a coming out of the coming out and he says there was a time when many people felt like the Lord was calling them out to seek for more to press in for more and a lot of people did that he said to me but there is another call and he said the problem is many people who will not perceive it will not even know that they missed the call because it usually takes a time of appearing for you to realize that you missed something like Samson he said he sought to shake himself like before and then he realized he did not have strength and that's how it will seem for a lot of people who did not respond to God and the criteria when the Lord was speaking was a criteria of sanctification purification obedience and submission so I believe that we're going to see the effect of the seething that the Lord did in 2020, 2020 and 2021. And because of this, it's going to cause the emergence of a fresh breed of apostolic and prophetic people. I believe that spiritual men are going to arise from within the church. You know, you may be saying to yourself, but Pia, it's spiritual men from the church. The church is spiritual. There are a lot of people in the church that are not necessarily spiritual people. But I believe that spiritual men are going to arise from within the church in the year 2022. They shall be for a witness that the Lord yet has tabernacle among his people. And they will operate as ambassadorial gates between heaven and earth. And they will have clear-cut God-given strategies which will advance, which will be used by the kingdom of God to advance against the gates of hell. These men will be marked by purity, clarity, and grit. They will not be intimidated by neither the gifts nor the threats of Babylon. I also know by the Spirit of God that there will be many encounters that will be happening in the year 2022. What used to be unusual will become regular. Because true spiritual activities will increase over the earth. Men will begin to have angelic visitations whilst dreams and visions will greatly increase across the earth. So if you're sitting here and you're one of those people who the Lord used to speak so clearly to and you have lost it at some point in time, I need you to go back to God in the season that is coming. Because the Spirit of God is going to fill the earth like never before. Because great darkness is coming. But the Spirit of God is going to rise up as light amongst His people. And light speaks about revelation. So what's going to happen is that the Spirit of revelation is going to flood us in the year that is coming. Dreams, visions, revelations, prophecies. So how do you do this? Get trained. Get trained. Submit yourself to God. Open up to the possibilities that exist in the realm of the Spirit. Don't get, don't be, don't be comfortable with the usual. Ask God for the more. A prophetic generation, not identified by denomination or congregation, shall arise out of the earth. And they will be like the fulfillment of the prophecy of Christ. You know where he says, even if you don't get up to praise me, these stones will rise up to praise me. 
I believe that the time is coming where God is not going to be waiting for people anymore. But a generation is going to rise up that will make people say, where did they come from? They are like the stones that were rejected. But these stones are going to rise up and they are going to become people of prayer. They are going to be living stones, lighting the earth and filling the earth with the fire of God. And they are going to be marked by unity. In 2022, it shall be called the tipping point, the year when the body could no longer, like a woman who can no longer hold the baby in. I believe that in the year that is coming, there will be no more questions about the agenda or the program of the kingdom of God versus the kingdom of darkness because it's going to be a year of unveiling and revealing. It's going to be a year of unveiling and revealing. So many things are going to be made clear to us. But you see, it's, you, you, may, you may share and say amen. But the question is, if it's revealed, are you ready to handle what is revealed? Are you ready to handle what the Lord is going to show you has been the program of the enemy for all these years coming? There's something Apostle Tommy said a while ago. He says, it is time for us to start engaging the one that has been engaging us. Are you ready to engage as you have been engaged? Nations will flock into nations and I believe that we're going to see some kind of unity amongst nations just for the sake of the survival of the little ones. Many treaties will be signed and many new nations will be birthed. In the midst of all of this, the true nation of God and of his Christ will grow strong. And it shall be said that these ones have become like the horns of Christianity. But you see, there's a scripture when the Bible says that, who are those ones that come to terrify them? It says those horns that come to scatter, but craftsmen will rise out of the earth. I believe that 2022, we're going to see a new spirit of craftsmanship. Craftsmen are going to rise because they are the ones that will terrify the horns of the enemy that have come to scatter. I believe that in 2022, the spirit of God will cause a movement of destinies. Kind of like what he did with Mephibosheth in Lodiba. I believe that the spirit of God is going to be calling people out of the place of darkness. And when the Lord said this to me, he began to speak about people who have been broken within the system of church, within the system of Christianity. People who are within the lineage of God and the lineage of Christ, but they have lost their direction. They have lost their strength. He said there are many believers who were broken in the home, within the family. But in 2022, the Lord is redeeming them. It says that one, it says it's going to be likened to the liberation of Jabez, the salvation of Mephibosheth and the establishment of Joseph. God is calling men and women out of Lodiba, restoring one-time generals of faith that have been broken by previous systems of church. For the sake of their eternal reward, the master of the church is going to show long-standing mercy to his servants and he's going to be pulling people back. So get ready for people who you thought it was over for them. Get ready for them to rise up and stand up again and begin to do the work. And if you are a minister and you have a home and you have a place of worship, make room for them. The Bible says that when these men left the camp of Saul and they came into the camp of David, that David did not say to them, go and start Bible school first. David positioned each one of them where they used to be in the camp of Saul. He gave them back the same position that they had in the camp of Saul. As these people begin to come into your houses as they begin to come to you for service give them back the positions that they used to have we don't have time anymore for them to go back to bible study do you understand what i'm saying because god is calling mephibosheth back and they need to sit on the table where david is seated and it shall be said in the heavens that it is like the visitation of ezekiel 37 over the church where the dry bones get up and they become a mighty army God is raising the dry bones and the army is about to 
rise up. In 2020, the Lord said, build structures according to the patterns I will show you. But in 2022, I will fill those structures. So 2021 was for me the year of the builders and God made a lot of people who were driven by the spirit to establish structures and establish systems that they could not understand why am I building like a crazy person why am I establishing all these things because it was the year of the builders but 2022 is going to be the year where the Lord will fill these systems and the Lord will prosper the systems and the Lord will cause these systems to become the extension of his hand upon the earth he says acts of preservation storehouses of provision and upper rooms of encounter all of this things are going to be put together in one and every system is literally going to become like what Noah built and what they, um, Joseph built and at the same time become a room of encounter like what the apostles raised. All of this together in 2022. God is going to cause the systems to prosper against Pharaoh and the generational legal captivity of Egypt. But he's also going to cause the systems to prosper alongside Pharaoh for the prosperity of Egypt, which is going to be for the preservation of the children of Israel. He's going to cause the system to prosper within Babylon as a testament of God's superiority and preparation for the release of the bride from the slavery of death. So get ready to prosper. A revival is coming. It shall have many facets. But the Lord said to me last night, there's going to be a revival of men. A revival of men is coming. Even as God has redeemed all that belongs to humanity through Christ, God is redeeming the office of the man. Man was not deceived but became captive to the effect of deception. Even now, men all over the world will begin to experience revivals that will cause them to submit their wills to God again. And unlike the last time when they willingly disobeyed, now as the revival fire begins to spread, men shall willingly obey their God-given true and undiluted commission. There will be a reawakening of the spirit of truth in them and they shall find strength in the midst of the revival an awakening and as this happens the mantle of Deborah will settle over the church and a breed of governing apostolic and prophetic women will rise up a breed of governing prophetic and apostolic women get ready for the revival I don't know who is here and the spirit of God must have been speaking to you I just pray that Lord God Almighty, you who is the God of the church and you who gives us your prophetic word as a light, oh God, that we may be able to wage a good warfare and we may be able to walk on the path that you have set before us. Father, I ask that you establish your word in the hearts of your people and I ask, oh God, that you expand your word in their lives, oh God, so that this word will become a weapon in their hand and this word will give them the strength and the boldness to press forward, oh God, in the days that are coming. Lord God, I bless you because you are piercing the dark with the light that is coming out of us in this season. Light thy will be done, O God, in our lives. And let it be for the expansion of the kingdom of God upon the earth. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this message from the Hills Church. Our mission is to love people, connect with family, and touch the world. Learn more on our website at www.ecclesiahills.org or email us at hello at ecclesiahills.org. 